Welcome back to the stupidest podcast. This is your host, the main guy, the number one, the number uno, the lead guy, the head host, the head honcho, the main, the heavyweight champion of the world, the lead host of this podcast, Justin Vandy Venter. And with me is that bald-headed, bearded son of a bitch. You know my co-host, my sidekick, my number two guy, the number two guy of this podcast, the v- the VP, the vice president, the little guy, the guy that follows me around. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. He is the other host of this podcast that is going to be number one eventually with the loon clock. Who do we got? I need more compliments first. <laughs> Uh, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Justin Rodemacher. I'm the host, the main guy, the heavyweight champion of the stupidest podcast. I am the number one. I am legendary compared to the other guy. I have the biggest beard. I have the best jersey. I have the best headphones. I have the best Ooh. microphone. I have the best Code Red Mountain Dew pop in front of me. I'm Justin Let's watch him edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> he does no editing. Boom. <laughs> All right. You're, you're, you're literally just going to use... Uh, me saying Justin Rademacher after all. Yeah, I think I can cut this to where it's just you. Yep, it's me, folks. This number guy. (laughs) The little guy. (laughs) Oh, dude, how you been? Been good, man. I just, uh, looking for for employment, looking for a place here shortly, so I'm going to be busy the next few months doing that. Um, But I think it's going to go well. I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to keep doing comedy and going to keep telling you guys about the process here on the podcast as well so you guys are going to come through the journey with me uh which is awesome you know i don't have to go through it myself nice yeah yeah it's kind of exciting it's going to be uh exciting to see where i end up so i mean i got a couple ideas but i don't know which one is going to come to fruition so we'll see uh see where life takes me you know right right all right cool man How's uh how's disc golf going? Uh, disc golf is going well. I haven't played for a couple of days. Um, I'm actually dog sitting right now. Um, so uh, Josh and Shan are out for the about ten days, and so I've just kind of taken the weekend off. Um, I know it's Tuesday. <laughs> I'm taking a long weekend, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, haven't really played a lot of disc golf. Haven't worked out, but I think I'm going to go back to working out starting tomorrow. Nice. Um, I know I'm going to go work out with. Uh, with Sam Bondis on Thursday. That'll be fun. Oh, dang. I'm excited for that. Um, and then we're going to obviously do comedy this week. And I uh, got a couple shows on the way, so I'm getting ready for those. Uh, just staying busy doing a lot of stuff. Obviously, I did some some work on the the website. Got some yep. event stuff up. So nice, I got, nice. Uh, I, I like that, dude. Going. So now if, now if anybody wants to uh, see what's going on here in the Twin Ports, they can hit the link there if they want to see all the shows. Otherwise, I'll be doing all of the open mics and the shows that I have going on on that page. So. Sweet deal, dude. I liked it. It looks good. Thank you. I, I put a lot of time into it, so I was trying to make it work. Uh, I was trying to get, like, a calendar 
But unfortunately, the way that Our Squarespace web. has it set up, it wasn't allowing me to. So I'll have to do some more work because um, it just wasn't going to work in the time frame I, I needed it to. Um, but maybe eventually we'll have a, a calendar with it. It looks good the way you did it, though, man. I like it. I was going to say, it's got all the, the information. Right. So. That's the important part. So, yeah, dude. What, what have you been up to, man? Um, what's been going on? Work. Work's getting, starting to, like, get a nice even pace at work. So things are going really good. I'm not, we're still busy, and I'm still getting plenty of hours, but I'm not dying anymore. That's nice. So that'll last for about, you know, another couple of weeks, and then back to dying. <laughs> That's what oh, it yeah. feels like. Yep. Uh, other than, I mean... It has been going good, but man, dude, I have not had much luck at work. Things keep breaking. I think I'm just wearing down on equipment right now. Mm. So I feel like I've been playing mechanic more than I've been working, you know? Damn, that sucks. So, but, I mean, they're not too horrible fixes, you know? And I, I, I've i done them so much now that I can pretty much do them in my sleep. Um, other than that... uh. I bowled one time already. Uh, Dad's bowling in the summer league, and I went and subbed. And uh almost shot a 300. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. At 279, one strike away. Man. Yeah, I ended up shooting a boom, fresh out, having rolled a ball all summer and shot a 700. Yeah, that's real good. Yep, so... Planning on doing tournaments this year, man. Oh, there you go. So, got to get some equipment. Because I haven't bought a new bowling ball in forever. <laughs> so. What uh, What do you think you would buy? I think I'm going to buy a couple of them. Yeah. Like two or three, you know? I don't know. Because I'm going to go out to Nationals this year. Yeah. I'd like, to, I'd like you to come. We're going to go to Vegas, man. Yeah, I, I'd be down to go. Sweet. All right. We'll we'll talk about it. I, I, was, I don't know for sure. If you guys want me to bowl, I'll bowl, but I, I would need to practice. I, otherwise, I'm well, down for just going to Yeah, just, just, just coming out. to hang out would That's, be sweet. I, I think you'd say, have fun. I think I would much rather do that than I wouldn't have any pressure. Right. <laughs> sure, we can go find some open mics too, man. Ooh, I would love that. So, um, what else? Uh, golf is... The driver has still been troublesome. Mm. It's getting better, though. It's getting better. But, man, every other part of my game is so good right now. If I could just get the driver going, I'd be like, live, here I come. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gracie just got back. She spent a week up north, you know. You were talking about that, uh, I think, the last episode, actually. Yeah, dude, she had a blast. I bet. That's all she talked about. <laughs> but when I did see her, I got a big hug, and she, I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was nice. So, and then uh, we had the wedding, my cousin's wedding that I talked about. Yeah, uh, how'd that go? It was good. It was good seeing the whole family. I haven't seen them forever, you know? So, 
it was funny. I have one cousin. He was uh, he was the usher. He's one of my closer cousins, you know. And we always rip on each other and fat jokes and shit like that. <laughs> and he was, you know, he had to walk both set, like the grandparents, and he had to walk the parents down the aisle and all that. And I go, dude, I saw the sweat you were breaking on, and you know, <laughs> a couple of times I heard heard you wheezing as you were walking by. <laughs> I go, I told him, I go, I was waiting for you to yell because he, it was like, it was like, it was definitely a Western wedding. Like it was an outdoor wedding, but he walked everybody from like this barn down the aisle. (laughs) So I go, I I go, I was waiting for you to yell in the barn. How many more of you guys back there? (laughs) I'm getting tired. (laughs) So yeah. Um, other than that, I danced. We danced a lot. Um, what else is new? Other than that, not much, man. Things are going good. Finally. That's good. I'm glad to hear it, man. That's awesome. You deserve it. <sighs> Finally, you know, a little stress is slowly leaving the body, you know? Yep. And I needed it. I've needed it for a oh, while. Yeah. I I know, man. So I feel you. Feels good. I feel like I'm. I, it's leaving my body and it's going to you. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I'm not super stressed yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm still good. So I'll let so. you know if I, if I do get there. I'll. You know, I'm always I'll here. Get, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a call. I'll give you one of them calls. Well, you know, you know, I'll always be here. Okay. So. Other than that, man. Sweet. Well, dude, I'm really excited for for this episode. Yeah, we actually is... just got done recording it, and it was it was great. It was so much fun getting to know. Uh, we had a guest, a special guest on here. One that we've uh, been we trying to get on for a while. Yeah, we've we've been trying for a little while, but so, we we finally got her in, and uh, it, it was a really fun episode. I uh, got to learn a little bit about her. Um, it was it was a ton of fun, and. Uh, yeah, man. Emily Rock, she's a local comedian here in Duluth. Uh, she's one of the Twin Port comedians. Uh, so if you guys are interested in learning a little bit more about her, obviously we learned a little bit about her. I knew a little bit of it, but I still learned a lot. And that's why we like to do these episodes. Yep. So you get to know some local comedians and hopefully come watch some shows. I know Emily and I have a show coming up in uh, just a little bit. So if you guys are interested in going to that, it's August 12th. Uh, we do talk about it in the episode, but August 12th at 8 p.m. at uh, Cromwell Muni in Cromwell, Minnesota. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, this was a really fun episode. Um, learned a lot about her. And it was just fun. It's always fun talking comedy with comedians. So mm-hmm. I guess without any further ado, I guess, uh, guys, here's your episode with Emily. Here you go. Enjoy. All right. Okay, so I think we're just going to get right into this then, Emily. Are you ready? I'm ready. Awesome. Here we go. Um, Emily, what uh, what inspired you to get into stand-up comedy? Well, I've kind of been improving things my whole life, I guess. Sort of. Okay. Like, I'd come up with random funny things in the moment uh, quite a bit. And people have kind of told me all my life off and on that I should try it. Uh, I never had much of an interest in it, though. Until I used to go see Brandon St. Germain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's my buddy. I used to go see him down at Dublin's. 
Um, and one night I mentioned to him, I definitely had a few drinks, but one night I mentioned to him, hey, people have been telling me I should try this. So he signed me up for the open mic. I didn't even realize it was open mic, actually. Yeah. Um, But I went up there and I panicked. I froze. I didn't say a single thing. Really? So I did, wasn't even quite hooked then. I think I tried again a few weeks later. Um, And then I just really started to enjoy it. So I guess that's a long answer to what got me interested. Yeah. But Well, that's interesting that like, so your first time, it wasn't really your decision. Not really. No. <laughs> like I, I was definitely at least a little bit tipsy too. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel <laughs> like he was kind of setting me up there. Yeah. I don't think he knew I'd say literally nothing, but uh, yeah, it, it. I was kind of pushed to do it in the moment. I said sure, and it did not. It did not go very well. Hmm. But it was still fun, and I'm so glad I tried. How'd the first time go when you signed up? How'd that go? It went pretty well. Um, I remember I had a joke about the Golden Gate Bridge that I had kind of been working on for a while, and that got a really good reception. It wasn't great, obviously, but it definitely gave me more of an interest to like keep coming back and keep trying. Um, and. I don't remember who it was, to be honest, at this point, but someone who I didn't know was not Brandon. Someone came up to me after and said, hey, that was really, I think it was Joe Moser, to be honest with you, which is high praise from Joe. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, someone complimented me or said it went well or good job or something. And I was like, hey, maybe I don't suck at this. Maybe I should keep trying. Nice. Yeah. Well, especially because you had that, as long as you have like a building block, I think that's like what might stop some people is if they don't have like that initial like whether it be a a joke or a set of jokes or even concepts to work on. Cause like that can make a huge difference. Like if you don't have anything to work from Mm -hmm. that can make a big difference. Oh, for sure. And I've, I've been like writing bits in my head or on little pieces of paper just, or as drunk Twitter statuses (laughs) for years. So like, I've always kind of had that in me to a degree. I just never gone as far as like actually performing it. Yeah. That's how I started. I started just writing. And yeah. I've wrote for years before I even got on stage. Yeah. And I, I've always been writing. Most of it wasn't comedy, though. I mean, I did, like I said, write down little jokes here and there. But mm-hmm. um, all my life, I've written quite a bit. What uh, what, what kind of writing? Oh, geez. Don't, don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Erotic. No. No, I'm joking. When I was a teenager, I definitely went through quite a bit of a dark phase. And a lot okay. of my poetry was very... My parents will call them my writings. Oh, like, we found your writings, and they're all just <laughs> just horrible teen <laughs> angst stuff. Just yeah, I wrote like a hundred letters to the boyfriend I had when I was in treatment. Okay, never sent him. It was a therapy thing for me, but I had a folder file about a half inch thick of letters I never sent. My parents were like, "We're just gonna toss these." Damn, that's kind of <laughs> cryptic the way they said that. Like, we found your writing. I know they make it sound like I was like <laughs> doing fucking hieroglyphs or something on the wall. I don't know. Do I have to not swear? No, you're you can say okay, whatever cool. you want. Yeah, you Perfect. can't you can't fucking swear on here, okay? Oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> what did I sign up for? Roddy, Roddy doesn't. Give me the fuck out of here. Yeah, I don't just I don't kidding. usually swear, but I mean that's just who I am. I usually don't do a lot of that. Sometimes I do, but it's usually in traffic. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I was swearing thinking yeah, was my rotors are about to fall Roddy off. File. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I do have the, the naughty Roddy files, but even then, like, I don't <laughs> I don't swear a ton in it. I just, it's, it's usually. It's not that naughty. It's, it's a different brand. Yeah, it's a different naughty. It's the topic mm. itself is usually. <laughs> not the language. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. But, um, Emily, what style of comedy do you perform on stage? 
And do you like the style you have? And if not, what style would you want to do? Um, I would say most of my comedy is pretty... I don't like the word edgy. But what... If you have, like, a group of church ladies, they might clutch their pearls a little bit. It's a little darker. I mean, something I think... It doesn't set me apart from all comics by any means, but a lot of comics use, like, a creative writing style to write their jokes, and a lot of the stuff they joke about did not happen to them in any way, which is completely fine. That's a whole different kind of talent. But most of mine are based on real-life experiences, um, most of them being of the somewhat dark variety, and I think I use comedy kind of to make light of stuff and joke about it, too. So my comedy is fairly dark. I'm, I'm comfortable with that. Um, I do like it because it's me, and I feel like trying to adopt a different style wouldn't really be me anymore. Um, even if it isn't for everyone, it is kind of still who I am. But to answer the question in a slightly different way, I've really been wanting to try improv, which I know is not stand-up, obviously, but it's a different kind of comedy, and I think that would be a lot of fun, too. Yeah. Yeah, I have actually thought about doing that as well. Sarah wants to do an improv class up here. Oh. I'm going to help her try to put it together because I I, think it'd be a great opportunity. I'll join. Yeah. Yeah, I'll come do it. I told her I'm sure there'd be interest. Yeah, for sure. As long as it's like I'm starting to look for jobs and stuff like that. So I'll I'll be a little busier than I am now with no job, but. (laughs) Can't, doesn't take far to go up from. Yeah, no, I'm definitely, I'm definitely down to do that though, especially if it like goes within the schedule. Yeah. No, I think it'd be, I'd love to try that. And it's sitting on one night. Maybe I'll come. Yeah. 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 It should be fun. I don't really know when or what yet, but I'll, I'll let you know. Sweet. You'll improv it. Yeah. I'll improv the whole thing. <laughs> We're just improv the whole thing in the, in the spirit of the style. Yeah. There you go. Full like, improvisation. Yeah. When, when are we doing it? Huh? Whenever we feel like it. <laughs> Five you <know>? o'clock yesterday. <laughs> You're too late. <laughs> Tough luck. That was the only one that showed up. It was great. It was awesome. <laughs> you just had to improv even more than you thought. You had yeah. to improv the other classmates. That's, yeah. If you can do that, you're probably already a master at the class. Yeah, I, I'm i pretty good at that improv then because last night I had pizza and I watched uh, uh, Whose Line Is It Anyways? I was amazing. I was great. I was the only one that, that showed up, but it was fine. Sometimes that's the way to do it. I've been rewatching <laughs> that show again lately too, so... <laughs> Um, I showed it. I, I played a few episodes at uh, lunch. Some of the kids are so damn young they've never even seen it. Oh my god, embarrassing! <laughs> <laughs> I, they actually came to town not too long ago. Did they? Yeah, they came oh. to Duluth. I guess uh, Josh and Shan, my roommates, they ended up going with. Oh really? Yeah, a couple. I think it was Shan's family. They went with it with them. I would love to do that. Most of them are Canadian. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> Most of them that are on that show are Canadian. Oh, I thought you meant yeah. his roommates. Yeah. <laughs> so out of two, most are Canadian, so they're both Canadian. Yeah, cool. exactly. Yeah. Well, you got any moose up here? <laughs> that would be interesting. We just like, like imported moose just to the property. You do know there are moose in Minnesota. Well, I'm saying. You don't have to import them. You just have to like lure yeah. them. Especially That's, up there. Yeah. Maybe maybe that. I was going to say. Yeah, I think I saw one on my way. Did you? No. Okay. But I could have. If you did, I was going to like try to lure it in. Because I want a moose. I'm going to lure it into the, the fence. They're dangerous, though. Yeah, not, I was going to say, they're pretty dangerous, nice. Roddy. I lived in Alaska yeah. for a summer. And the first, I shit you not, we had three classes before we even started working. Two were based on bear safety. Two separate classes. And one was based on moose safety. And pretty much every other class, they at least mentioned it. Dang. They are, they are beautiful. They are super cool. But 
They're mean. Yeah. They're mean. And I, don't hit one with your car because you'll like die. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We are the few animals that are big and know that they're big. Yeah. Uh huh. We actually learned a little bit about them uh, when we went to Isle Royal because okay. there's a ton of moose there. I think there's like oh, yeah. fifteen. I think it's fifteen hundred moose on that island. Yeah. I thought you were gonna stop at fifteen. <laughs> there's there's like fifteen. <laughs> 15 moose. I was like, well, if you've never seen one, that would be impressive. Yeah. No, that's super cool. 1,500. Yeah. 1,500. And then they like, yeah. And then some of them like get onto the island like in winter because like the lake froze, like freezes oh. enough for them to walk across. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's nuts. But yeah, we saw a couple of them when we were there one time and we got in trouble. We got yelled at from the, the ranger because we didn't give the moose an out. And she yelled at us. She's like, hey, give oh, like that moose an it? out. We well, we like walked in as like everybody else was watching, and we like ended up closing the circle, I guess. And like, where they were giving the moose the out, we were standing, and we're like, "Oh shoot, we're about bad. to be in the middle of that circle with that moose." Yeah, we're like, uh, "Don't want to hurt anybody, so let's let's move." Move. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Disregard. I, I I appreciate it. <laughs> someone, someone had to. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, who are some of your biggest influences in comedy? And who is your favorite comedian right now? Oh, goodness. To be honest, I don't have a lot of influences in comedy. Okay. I'll, I'll be real. It's mostly just like my fellow local comedians. Okay. Um, the person I'm going to dedicate the episode to later has, as of recently, been a fairly large influence in comedy for me. Um, but like I said, I actually didn't have that much of an interest in it prior to doing it. And since I've been doing it, I have noticed when I watch famous comedians, oftentimes I worry that I'm going to like subconsciously adopt either their material or their delivery. Yeah. So even now that I've been doing it, I don't actually watch a whole lot of it. Okay. It's not a great answer. But... Yeah. No, I, I completely understand. Uh, since I've been performing regularly i've watched less stand-up because of the same fear i don't want to like adopt another comedian's anything yeah well i did i lied uh tim robinson is my favorite oh yeah right now yeah so he's not traditional stand-up obviously but he's definitely my favorite that's cool as of now (laughs) no that's a that's a good answer too yeah i had to think about it i said well he's not stand-up but He's definitely a comedian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's uh, got a, a pretty big show on Netflix. Yeah. It's my favorite show. And I think yeah. it either it or him, I don't remember if it's the person or the show, got nom- nominated for an Emmy, too. So oh, dang. I don't know if the process has happened. I didn't follow up, but he yeah. at least got nominated. Mm-hmm. That's uh, cool. He's got a it's it's a very unique style. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, it's what, what's the I can't remember the exact name of the show. It's, I think you should leave. Yes, I think you should leave. That's what it is. No, like, leave. Yeah, okay. I'll, <laughs> okay, I'll see you guys later. I will. <laughs> the loon clock just went off. <laughs> okay, I thought that was a real. The dogs are probably going to be at the door. They don't know what's going Dude, on. Dude, that's a good one. I know. I, I made sure that it was within distance of us being able to hear it on the mics. I thought you pressed some little, like, button there. And it made I could. Like, oh, the, I have that on command? Yeah, the, the button is right on the back. I can oh. push it. Handy. But it's too far away. I don't want to go get it. No, I think we heard enough. Yeah. I get it. We'll hear we'll <laughs> hear it again in an hour. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. I'll be waiting. <laughs> I'll be ready. 
Um, when was the first time you ever went on stage? Which I think you pretty much already answered. It'll... What was it like and where did you start? Yeah, I guess I did kind of touch on that. Um, it, it'll be two years in August. I think it's like August 5th is like, like my comedy anniversary since the first time I ever went on there. Now, I wasn't like 100% consistent through that entire time. I actually wasn't around much for like a couple months at a time, um, a time or two. But since the first time I got on stage till now, it's about two years. And yeah, it was... I don't even know if it was scary. Like I just, well, I just froze. I didn't have anything prepared. Yeah, it was unexpected. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, despite not having prepared, I'm glad that he did have me do it and pushed me to do it. Because, like, I don't know. I think I probably still would have gotten up there eventually, but I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't like failing, which is surprising <laughs> if you look at my life. <laughs> but. <laughs> So knowing that I got up there and like pretty much every night that I've had a bad night, a legitimately bad night, um, at open mic, especially, I haven't really had badder shows, I guess, but anytime I've had a bad open mic night, I always know what I did wrong and I, it was always not preparing well enough. Mm. So it's like when I do mess up bad, I only have myself to blame. And I mean, obviously there have been times when there's just crappy crowds mm. and everyone suffered no matter how well you prepared. Yeah. yeah. But of the times that other people got a really good reception, and I just didn't get anything pretty much all those times. Like I knew I didn't prepare well enough. Like I, or I was too tips. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. there was always Some something. Factor. Yeah. So yeah, when I got up there and I said, okay, well I beat the stage fright. I at least got up here. Nothing might've come out of my mouth, but if I did that part, Think how much better it could be if I actually did think of something. Even one word. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. Well, I think actually at the end I said, "Uh, sorry, I guess I don't have anything. Bye. Or something like that. Or I guess I don't have any jokes. I'm sorry. Bye. Like there was probably a good 10 10 words there. Uh, That is. But they weren't very funny unless you just want to make fun of bumbling. What What if you jumbled them together? I'm sure there's a joke if you mixed them in there no maybe not i'm bye sorry have anything (laughs) i was freestyling that one i that was better than what i was gonna do i don't even have anything so no i was like that's all i got i was like you before i went on stage (laughs) i'm bye sorry (laughs) no we're not doing like you said just going up on stage was a major accomplishment yeah yeah, that's yeah, that's why I'm glad. Like, even if I wasn't prepared, that he pushed me to do it because I said, exactly. "Okay, if I can do this part, I can work on the rest." Exactly. Yeah, just getting on stage is half the battle for a lot of people. Like, I love uh, whenever Eamon goes on stage. Mm-hmm. Whenever he he talks about it, he's like, "Hey, let's hear it for all the comedians." Like, they have so much. Like, just just being up here is yeah, is, is hard to do, and it is. So it it, is. it's it. I don't know. Just having him say that, like, I don't know. When he's on helps, stage, yeah. it does help. Yeah, he's a calming presence. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he does though. He's a good. He's a good spirit. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He does. That was just an odd way to say it. Yeah, good guy. Very good guy. Okay. Yeah, I want to. I want to get him on the podcast sometime. So, yeah, even if you're interested, I know we're we're thinking about you. Hit you up, yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, he could tell me that. I, I could tell you too. Either way. Yeah, if, if if you're interested in the podcast, please reach out to Emily Rock so she can reach out to us. Yeah. 
<laughs> Something <laughs> might get lost in the translation, like a telephone thing, but I'll do my best to get the message across. And actually, when when we have him on, we want it to be a phone call through a phone call from you. Mm-hmm. So it's actually like you're going to be the middleman the entire time. Yeah, you're not getting direct access. No, no, no I I don't mm-hmm. I don't think we deserve it. No. Yeah, we don't deserve direct access. Stay humble. Exactly. Stay humble. Yeah. <laughs> Don't don't overshoot. <laughs> All right. So how long? Whoop, how long were you or have you been an open micer? I guess since that two years, right? August fifth of yep. this year, probably two years. Yeah. Okay. So do you think that you will like? So do you think some like getting into comedy? Do you think you're always going to be an open micer? Like not necessarily like only open mic, but like do you think like even if you like made it big? Do you think you would still hit the open mics and test stuff out? Or do you think you would end up using other sources to get your material out? No, I'm definitely forgetting the little people. You're Okay, perfect. No, I'm joking. No, of course, of course I would. Um, I mean, for one, logistically, even if somehow I did make it big. I have a kid. I can't move away from here. It's not like I could be touring the country. Yeah. But no, no, I think, I guess, I mean, I've never had the experience of being famous or successful. But I would assume... If you are, it's like grounding. It helps keep you grounded to like stay in touch with the local scene too and try stuff out with other people. And you can always learn something. So even if you've been doing it for 20 years, you can learn something from someone who it's their first week. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to do more than being quote unquote just, you know, an open micer. But mm-hmm. even if I was, I, I do think I'd still do it. Yeah. No reason not to. You can workshop some stuff and. Yeah. Exactly. Then if it's horrible, you guys tell me and it doesn't make it on the Netflix special and I don't get canceled and I don't have to make an apology video with a ukulele. <laughs> Why a ukulele? Oh, you haven't heard the whole thing with this. Have you heard of the YouTube character Miranda Sings? Um, I think so, yeah. I feel like I've heard the name, but I, I don't think I've the, seen The that. actress that portrays her, Colleen, it's either Bollinger or Ballinger. It's spelled the same way. Um, she's being, you know, quote unquote, like canceled right now. Okay. Um, like there's so much stuff coming out about her. Mm. Um, basically like grooming younger fans. Like she was a adult, like she was like 26 or I don't know. She was in her twenties and she was talking to like 13, 14, 15 year old boys usually. Oh, okay. Trying to like, um, <laughs> yeah. Using her like fame status to kind of make them think they respect, basically yeah. grooming them. Yeah. You know? And then people are coming forward about it now. And there's some weird stuff she's done at shows where she had like these. Because her, her character, Miranda, is kind of portrayed as like an autistic, which is obviously kind of. What is the word I'm looking for? Controversial, of course. Yeah, but there yeah. was a different word I was yeah looking for. Um, but obviously, that's kind of a thing you probably shouldn't do to begin with. Yeah. But this character, she had like these big red pants on and she had a thing of freaking cheese balls in her pants. And she was making boys, young boys, reach in her pants for them mm. at live shows. And that sounds like sounds like canceled isn't the real problem. <laughs> well, like she's it got should it. be more. <laughs> it, well, I think that might end up be being with. There's so much stuff like coming out, and I never really followed her on YouTube. I've gotten up to speed on this on TikTok. I learned all of this against my will. Yeah. Um, but she recently when all this started coming out made some stupid little youtube video where it was like a half-ass apology um with a ukulele so everyone's just making fun of her i just don't Mm. want to be in that position yeah no i i definitely see that now because i wouldn't want to be in that position either i mean i also wouldn't do things to be in that position but yeah 
I mean, Roddy, we better, Roddy, we better get a ukulele. Yeah, yeah, we, guys are yeah we're <laughs> we're gonna have to buy one soon too. Uh, yeah. No, I actually the I know it's a terrible situation, but just in that story, I learned that I do want cheese ball pants. Yeah. And I will be the only one reaching in there exactly. for the cheese balls. If you use them appropriately, you're not hurting anybody. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. But, uh, sorry, my mom was calling. <laughs> <laughs> she might call again, so. Um, should we just have her on the podcast? No, I'm just kidding. I can show you where the block button is. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll do it later. Um, but yeah, yeah no, that. If you answer, I go away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, I forgot yeah. about that. Oops, daisies. Yeah. Life or death, who would you pick? Oh, damn. One has to live, one has to die. I'm just going to say... You have to pick. I know, but like, does one of them have to live? Because I don't... Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I mean, whatever you do with that after the choice (laughs) is made is up to you. For the sake of the choice I'm making, you make, yes. Vandy, did you not take offense to that? Oh, I just know that if you pick your mom, we know who the co-host is. Obviously you. Why would I be the co-host if I pick my mom? Because you took your mom over the podcast. That means you this is second, so you're obviously lower. No, I don't I don't think that's how it works. Oh, it's gonna work. No, that's not how it works. So who's living, who's dying? Um, I'm gonna say Damn, that's tough. Because Vandy's definitely going to say I'm the co-host if I kill him off. Oh, mom knows. No, she's, she she's, knows. She's, she's like, make the again. right choice. I'm going to let my mom live just because she's she's going to get mad at me for keep hanging up on her. Dude, I'd kill you in a second. <laughs> 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 I'm going to let my mom live as well. So, uh, hey, it was good, nice, nice knowing us, but our moms are still around. So. <laughs> Maybe they can. Right, Emily, um, oh. How how many times should you uh, be going up on stage every week, and do you think it matters? Oh, gee, I'm the worst person to ask this, only because ideally, I think. I mean, trying to make it to at least one a week is probably best because then you at least stay sharp and. Like personally, I have a child who I have custody of half the time, so there's some weeks that I'm not able to make it at all most weeks i'm only able to make it to one but i mean i know plenty of comedians who are every single one every week so i think it's ideal to at least at least go to one and yes i do think it matters um i mean that's where i workshop like everything like what are you doing who me or him nothing i'm getting a bunch of noise oh i don't know I was just texting my mom back. That's probably what the it is. The tapping. Huh? Oh, my bad. Should go away, though. I was tapping earlier. You're going to look like an idiot. <laughs> no, I think we're going to get a bunch of noise. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm going to look like an idiot. Better you than me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the stupidest yeah. podcast, so... Shit. <laughs> I thought this was the smartest one. Not yet. We're we're getting there. Oh, okay. We're, okay. we're we're working our way up slowly. Sure. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. We're, we're eventually we're gonna be the the averagest podcast, mm-hmm. 
And then we're going to get like to slightly above averagest. Okay. And then we're going to get to smartest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just remember the little people. <laughs> you fit right in. It's fine. My tongue doesn't work in my mouth. <laughs> Scratch that. Continue. Continue. Uh, um, so obviously you said that you've been an open micer and feel like you always will be. Um, so obviously like, as as your kid grows older, do you think you're going to have more opportunities to, to do more open mics or do you think it's going to? Yeah, I mean, okay. hopefully, like, I mean, hopefully I'll be doing a little more than that, too. OK. Um, I mean, I don't I don't like expect to make it my career or anything. I'd obviously be awesome if it was, but I'm being realistic. Right. Um, it's but it, yeah, I it, mean, it's a tough business. Like he'll probably make like some friends someday or something or yeah. sports or. Yeah, I I would assume I'll probably have be able to make it to more as he ages or just be more involved in general. Yeah. He's just kind of at that little delicate age right now where they just need you for everything. I'm like, you've been on this earth for five years <laughs> and you cannot figure out how to make macaroni and cheese. Really? Get yeah. your life together. Well, for real, dude. And he's like tall. Like he's tall, but he's not quite reached the pedals tall. Get a yeah. job. Like yeah. so close. Oh my God, I know. He yeah. told me I had to pay rent the other day and he slammed his door and I said, oh my God. Like that's... you didn't even pay the security deposit. Like, yeah, he's got That's a... coming out of your deposit. Oh wait, you didn't pay one. Yeah. He's got to start getting a job now because that would not fly. At... Well, he did tell me one time he had a job at the candy store, but. I asked him how he was going to get to work, and he said he had to take my car, and he would drop me off at work. Oh, okay. But the feet don't so reach good. the pedals. Yeah, so he always... Like, it wouldn't have worked. Did, well, he has, was being unrealistic. Has he been looking on Amazon for foot extenders? Um, I don't let I mean, him it, use Amazon. Oh, you ha but, but have you checked his, like, account for, like, eBay or any of his other accounts that he might have? Um... He's not allowed electronics. Oh, okay. we don't even have a TV. He turns better. Well, how is he supposed to watch OnlyFans if he doesn't have electronics? I would never pay to subscribe for him, and I think most of the videos are mm. locked behind a paywall. It's working, so Come I would on. assume he wouldn't. <laughs> I would assume he wouldn't. <laughs> no, he uh, he likes only trucks. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he doesn't Monster like trucks. He doesn't like cars or. A monster truck. Monster trucks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does he have yeah. a favorite monster truck? Um, Gravedigger. Ooh, I yes. like Gravedigger. He likes Gravedigger quite a bit. I kind of like Megalodon myself. Okay. But I'm not going to like fault him for it. Gravedigger's cool. He's just kind of yeah. too cliche for me. Yeah. Well, the, he's like. He's cool. Yeah, he's like the one. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. It's, I support it. I mean, he's not into like knives. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming. It's yeah, coming. yeah. I'm yeah. savoring the truck stage. <laughs> I once got yelled at for jumping on the tire of Grave Digger at the Metrodome. I wasn't supposed to do it, and Should I did have it. Done that. Well, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to till after they told me. Did you ask if you could? No, I just figured. Do you know what they say about assuming? Uh, they that you're smart. Yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> just I'll let that one go. <laughs> Close no, I, I saw a grave digger and I was like just getting off work, me and my buddy. And so we we're just taking pictures. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm going to get on the tire and you can take a picture. So I got the picture and then security came and they're like, uh, you're not supposed to do that. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know I'm, I wasn't supposed to do that. And they're like, yeah, can you delete that picture? And I'm like, 
No. <laughs> it's already viral. Yeah, exactly. I think I have it somewhere. I don't have it on my phone, but it's. I think it's on my... And they just let you go without deleting it? They're just like, oh, okay. Well, I told them I did, but... Oh. Yeah. They're going to hear this. Probably not. <laughs> They're going to get like a cease and desist. And <laughs> Stop talking about Gravedigger's tires. My bad. That's not from me. It's from them. But Gravedigger's tires, like the whole next show, they actually performed better because of me being on them. Because my butt oh, cleaned them. Great, then. Yeah, my mm. butt cleaned it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. That's that makes yeah <laughs> the science of science thing. Exactly. I get exactly. It. Okay, so I think. Uh... Oh yeah, it is me. Okay. Uh, is stand-up comedy what you thought it was going to be? Um, I don't really know what I thought, to be honest. It's it's a lot more... It, when I was looking at it kind of like idealistically in the past before really getting into it, it's a lot more rejection than I had realized, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a lot of politics involved, socially, um, which can be difficult at times. Um, it's a lot more empowering than I guess I expected. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess I always expected it to be, but it does continue to surprise me, especially like when you have a great night or people like seek you out to say, Hey, when's your next show? Um, or compliment you after people you don't know. Like those are things I couldn't have necessarily anticipated but they're really empowering when when they happen yeah for sure so yeah i mean i guess it is and isn't what i thought yeah and it continues to surprise me as as i spend more time doing it yeah it sounds like that like the ups are a little higher than you thought and the lows are a little bit lower than you thought yeah Yeah. basically which is interesting Mm because i'm bipolar so you'd think i always (laughs) thought in the highs and lows but not always yeah not always is it as ever as medium as you thought it was gonna be? Um, no, no, <laughs> it's not. It's very hot or cold, black or white. Yeah. Dang. No, no middle of the road. Love it or hate it. That's one of our segments. We don't do segments oh. on, on this episode or on this particular episode, but that's one of our segments in other episodes. Okay. When you really think about it, it is weird how we go up there knowing that we're possibly gonna fail, mm-hmm. and yet even when we do, we still want to go back. Yep. Yeah. Not many things in life that where you you go, God, I failed. I'm ready to fail again. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like I don't like failing, so I might get a little frustrated with myself, but at the end of the day it pushes me to do it again so I don't fail. Exactly. Like I've had bad nights where I thought about quitting and I'm and I'm like, oh, I can't quit on this note. Like I'm gonna go one more time, have a really good night, or like do my best, whatever. Like I'll just get I'll just get down on myself and think that way. And then of course, you know, when I do have that good night, it's okay, I can't wait for the next good night. Exactly. I've I've done that too, where you're just like, oh mm-hmm. man, I don't even know why I, I do this and this is just so hard and I don't understand why like I'm I'm even trying if it, it, it just failed like the last three times I did it. Like what's what's to say I am gonna do well the next time? Then the next four times you do really well and you're like Oh, yeah, I just had, like, a couple really great weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, this is why I do it. And then all of a sudden, yeah, the next one, you do the same thing. It's just you, a cycle. Yeah, exactly. I think comedians were inherently kind of hard on ourselves or 
self-doubting or a lot of a lot of us are obviously not everybody but i think a lot of comedians kind of are Mm -hmm. um obviously myself included so i think it's kind of easier to maybe be down on ourselves but at the same time we don't want to fail so we just keep going yeah but i do agree with that like those ups feel amazing Mm -hmm. but then those downs yeah they they hurt sometimes yeah i've had some not not too bad but bad enough yeah but you just gotta get right back up on the the stage and keep riding it out staring to the lights (laughs) yeah exactly yeah try again the ups are such a rush i mean that's Mm -hmm. that's what that's what keeps bringing you back yeah is remembering that feeling for sure how long have you been writing and how do you write for like example, do you write on stage or off stage? And if you write off stage, what does that writing process look like? Do you carry around a notebook? Do you do voice messages into your phone? Yeah. So how do, how do you write? Um, oftentimes I don't really write much on stage. Usually, there are times I'll kind of go off script or I'll start with an idea and just see what comes out. Uh, but generally, it'll be. Well, to be honest with you, it's pretty much always right when I'm about to fall asleep. (laughs) And it's really hard for me to get to sleep. Like, I have to lay exactly perfect. Like, my blankets have to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect. So Hmm. it's extremely frustrating for me when I get a really good idea. Yeah. And I have to turn over and write it down. Because I did try the, oh, I'll think about it in the morning. Um, You know, I'll remember it in the morning. No. Never. I know I've lost good ideas. Yeah. So generally the idea will just come to me um, or something I should write a bit about and I'll jot it usually in the notes app in my phone. Okay. Sometimes if I'm with my friends, like like I've said things to Brittany before, I'm like, oh, I should use that. And I'll tell her to like message it to me. Um, But yeah, the notes app in my phone is basically just a landmine of random either bits or like (laughs) concepts for bits. Yeah. (laughs) But I sometimes I do still not write enough of a note. Like, for instance, there is a note in my phone. I'm just trying to find it here because if anyone has any idea what I could have meant by this, <laughs> I'm down to listen. There is a note in my phone that says VR plus DoorDash running up that hill. So you want to, are you VR saying plus DoorDash running up that hill? Are you saying you want to be a DoorDash person virtually and see what it's like for them to run up the hill? Maybe, but like that, I remember when I thought of it, I was like, this is so good. And that just doesn't sound good enough. That's what I thought too. Yeah. I still don't know. I I feel like it must have been better than that. But. (laughs) There had to have been one detail that you're missing that connected everything and made it. That's what I mean. Some of these are just too short. Like I have something in here that says Killer Joe. <laughs> Killer Joe. Yeah. And I don't know what that meant either. So yeah, gen- generally yeah. I'll just jot down ideas and either they'll be complete enough that I'll know where I was going and then I'll kind of workshop it on stage with the, the skeleton of it at least. Um, generally I'll write the shorter note and then kind of come back to it, flesh it out a little bit, then take that on stage. And I might try different like iterations of it okay. over the weeks, just depending on how it's hitting. Yeah. Like there's some newer ones I've had recently that I haven't gotten to work enough on that I know could be either shorter or just better, or I'm missing something. Um, 
yeah, I still got to kind of work on them. There's one I really wanted to use um, on Friday, but I, just, I was not ready for it, so I couldn't. Mm. Like, I think it would have been good too, but it, I need it's to. Awesome when it, it's awesome when it all clicks, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. When you're like, that's it. That's the piece. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Boom. And then someone says, hey, I really like that new joke. I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> I hoped you would. Do it all for you, Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> She's told me. It's, awesome. it's awesome when someone says that and you just want to go, do you know how many times it's failed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it didn't go well the first few times. Or like third time's a charm. I'm like, third? Yeah. That's third time. I'm going to tell you that's the third time. Yeah, we'll go with it. Yeah. That's the third time I said it like that way. Missing a zero yeah. at the end, but <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 nice. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's really nice getting compliments from other comedians too, especially like people that have like the, best one. Yeah. the more discerning ones, especially. Yeah. <laughs> it's just nice just knowing like I even like getting critiques from from other comedians too, because like mm-hmm. I want to know what's not working. Just as much as what's what is working, because obviously sure. I want to make that better too. So um, I appreciate when other people are like, "Hey, it was it was your delivery on this one," or "Hey, if you tweak this word, or if you just change one aspect of it, it might make it like one percent better." Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try it. If it does, it does. If it doesn't, well, at least I tried. Well, two percent's better than one, right? Yeah, exactly. Especially milk. Yeah. You know, you're right. I grew up on 1%, but when I do have it nowadays, it normally is two or whole. I don't know. My parents thought it'd make me fat or something, but I I just watched an interview with Tom Segura and uh, on his his last special, Sledgehammer, that just came out. He was talking about it and he goes, it's awesome getting compliments from fans. Don't get me wrong, but he says, it's 10 times better when a comedian comes up and tells you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, for sure. Well, because they've they've been through it, like they they know what they're doing. Like they've tried to come up with a bit probably similar to that, or at least similar style, maybe. Uh-huh. And it didn't work. But then they, you connected it, and they're like, "Yep, that's that's it. That's the piece." Mm-hmm. Yep. And then he said, "And then it's even more when it's like a comedian that you idolize." Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I agree. Yeah, I've I've gotten compliments from like all the comedians like around here and some from the cities and everything. And it's meant a, a, a ton to me, but I can't imagine if it, like a Pete Holmes or Brian Regan hey. ended up saying something about one of my jokes. I would, I would just die. You or your mom pick now. <laughs> she's going to make me. No, no, no. She's no. going to make me kill everybody. I know. Cause I'm not going to kill my mom. <laughs> Your mom. I don't know your mom. She's probably a nice lady. She's a nice lady. Okay, good. Yeah. She's a very nice lady. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, do you practice your jokes alone or with friends or family? Well, I don't honestly much out loud other than open mic. Okay. And I know, like, I'll go over them in my head a lot. Okay. And I know, like, I should do it more out loud. It's hard for me, and I don't know why. Like, even when there's nobody within earshot, like, if you're just in an empty room. I'm not going to say I never have. Okay. It just feels awkward to me. And I know that I could probably be, like, 10% better if I did. And I'm trying to. It just sounds weird to me. I do practice, like, with my friends or sometimes with my family a little bit. 
I'm more just kind of bouncing off initial ideas generally mm-hmm. rather than fine tuning delivery and such. Yeah, yeah. But tell me you don't run the abortion jokes by your son. <laughs> I don't think I have any abortion jokes. I'll be real with you. Yeah. I have two I have two jokes about him. Um one of which actually I made a Facebook reel. Um it was it was a joke I have about rehoming him. Oh, yep. And it actually <laughs> Check the hashtags you're using when you're making reels. Make sure they're only related to comedy. Because if you fucking hashtag a video rehoming child, your fucking reel will get shared to an adoption conversations page on Facebook and old women will rip you to shreds. Oh, no. That's even better. Oh, my God. I wish I could make this shit up and I wish I had taken screenshots. I didn't because I was mortified. I took the reel down. Yeah. I was shamed because... I saw it shared there, and the second I saw that the group, I think it was actually called Conversations About Adoption, the second I saw where it was shared, I commented, because whoever shared it wrote the caption like, what, or something, or like, what the, what the fuck, I don't even know. And as soon as I saw it shared there, I commented, and I said, hey, it's stand-up comedy, and it's just a joke, as if the hashtag stand-up comedy, hashtag comedy, stage lights, microphone didn't tell them. Yeah, no, they didn't care. Um, one of the highlights was, <laughs> yeah, that's like, wasn't that that's a good like one? The head of cancel culture? Oh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm already canceled. Someone said, <laughs> someone said, why would you make fun of your son for being adopted? Oh God. And you're he, like, um, he's not adopted. Yeah, uh, I was there that, when he was born. Yeah. That wasn't the, the... I pushed for 27 hours. Jeez. I don't think I, I was just like, wait, what? I was like, he's not a- adopted. And I tried to tell them, I'm like, I, and I know I shouldn't have even tried to reason with him. That was my first mistake. But I tried and I said, you guys, like, I'm not making fun of adopted kids. Like, like, that's not even remotely. And everybody who knows me knows how much I love my son. And that joke wouldn't be funny if I didn't. Yeah. Like, right. That's why it's it's possible for it to be funny because mm-hmm. I'm I don't really fucking think that obviously I would never get rid of my kid yeah. I love my kid to death mm-hmm. but these women were just so certain and they just you're unwilling to learn like how that could be hurtful and I'm like just don't go to the show yeah <laughs> oh and someone said oh change the don't channel. worry if that's her material don't worry if that's how her what her material revolves around we won't be needing to see much of we won't be seeing much of her anymore or like she's never gonna make it if that's more maybe you should spend more time loving your son than humiliating him on the internet what yeah no i just that's if if anyone listening to this learns anything from this it's watch what you hashtag your things yeah because yeah i i literally ended up just deleting the reel because i was like i like engagement's engagement but this was too negative. Yeah, it was not something you wanted to to mess around with. No, it gave me anxiety. So I kind of hope I don't get famous because I could not look at the social media. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't. I could not do it. I would have to have a social a media com- manager. When you're a big comedian, that's all you're going to get, though. Yeah, but I'm not looking at it. I'm going to have to hire a social media know. manager. They're going to have exactly. to lock me out of my accounts. Yeah, well, I was just listening to to Burt Kreischer, actually. He was on Pete Holmes's podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was just listening mm-hmm. to that episode today. And he was talking about, like, when they were, like, coming up and everything, how he, like, didn't want to look at the social media, like, all the comments and stuff. He's like, and I don't want to look at the positive or the negative. He's like, because if I look at one, 
I have to look at the other. Look at all. Yeah, yeah you have like, to balance it out. Exactly. You can't like make yourself like build yourself up too high and you don't want to put yourself too low because you're not going to stay in it. That's very fair. That, that, that's why that's why all the big comedians, they always, I mean, if you always listen to them, they're like, I stay away from the comics. You'll go you to nuts go. if you pay attention to the comics. Mm-hmm. You have to ignore them. I would have a social media manager and I would say if there's a especially like impactful comment somewhere in there, you know, like not just a, you're my favorite, you know, like yeah. when you say don't read the good or the bad, I would make an exception that if there was like a super impactful comment or something like, I don't know, I'd, I'd let them do it at their own discretion. But mm-hmm. yeah, I would have to stay away from it. I would, I just know my own mental health. Like I, I wouldn't be able to handle that. Yeah. So I'll have to make sure that's in the budget before I. I'd always tell them, you can look, just don't interact. Interact is where you get in trouble. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Because well, yeah, you're going to be coming at that from a place of emotion, especially if you were just criticized and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your decisions are not at their most rational when you're upset. Exactly. Yeah, luckily, uh, the stupidest podcast doesn't have to worry about that right now. So we're good. That's good. <laughs> Keep, yeah. That's why. That's why we're we're staying where we're at right now. That's, that's, only that's the only that makes reason. sense. Yeah, yeah. you just gotta kind of yeah. tread water here. Everyone's yeah. trying to pull you up, but you gotta stay down. Yeah, we're we're trying to stay. Like we don't want all that stuff. We're mm. we're trying not to deal with that right no now. Frills. Like, yeah, no frills. Yeah, no paparazzi. No, no, we don't like. Yeah, and that's a good. We don't have our head above the water. We just swim around with a snorkel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would do that, but I wouldn't go diving. I just I just walk around with a snorkel now, just in case. Okay, that's fine, but don't go diving. <laughs> you don't know what's down there. Well, if you go diving with a snorkel, you're that's not going to end well either because you're going to get water just inhaled into your lungs. Well, I'm not going diving with a snorkel or without. I'm just not diving. Okay, you're just going to stay out of the water. No, no, I'll be in the water, but I'm not like. Oh, you're going to stay above the water. Have you seen an anglerfish? Yeah, they are Ugh. pretty. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah, they look kind of weird. No, I'm convinced they're in the water at all times everywhere I am. So I just don't. They're far <laughs> down, but not too far. I just. Are they in like your bathtub? No, only <laughs> natural bodies of water. That's not a natural body of water? No, my bathtub wasn't naturally formed by the earth. Why not? Because it's porcelain. Oh, I just I just go right out in the puddles outside. That's where I take my baths. I don't live in the woods. Oh, that's probably the difference then. Yeah. <laughs> you don't use the potholes in in Duluth? Um, no. No. No, they've claimed way too many axles of mine by now. Oh, shoot. That's yeah. not good. No, I'm not feeding the potholes anymore. No, I don't I don't blame you. I'm not interested. No. Damn. They can eat shit. <laughs> Do you record your sets? And if so, does it help? The future performances? I don't always, but I have plenty of times, and yeah, I do definitely feel like watching myself back helps. So I'm very thankful whenever we do have a recording to watch, and um, I've had friends record them or other comedians record them from time to time too. So yeah, I certainly not every time, but frequently enough, and yeah, I a lot of times when I'm like preparing for for a show. Um, I'll sit down and watch whatever recordings I do have, um, and that does definitely help me prepare for. When you do watch it, what are you looking for? Um, pauses where they shouldn't be, not having pauses where they should be, so a lot of my timing and delivery. Sometimes I'm just seeing 
if the words come out differently like than they do in my head. Because sometimes when I'm on stage, like it's not that I don't hear myself talking. It's just, you know, you kind of get in the moment of it and you're not you can't analyze yourself as you go through it. Yeah. Or at least to the level that you want to. No, no, right. not not to the level I want. So, yeah, I'll just anything from if the wording of the joke sounded how I wanted it to. If I'm talking too fast, which I don't think I do so much anymore, but I know I used to and I know a lot of new comedians do. That's my number one tip to brand new comedians when I see them. It's pretty much always slow down. Mm-hmm. Like, slow down. So I, I catch my... how many, so many little things can change a joke. The tempo. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, people who have never Boy, done yeah. comedy before, never done anything like that. I think a lot of new comedians, especially the people who have... Like, if I had gone up there of my own volition randomly like like that night but i'd been like cocky and ready which some of them do come in a little cocky but mm-hmm. that's not even necessarily bad i'm just saying when you're thinking about it before you're actually doing it you don't realize how nuanced it is mm-hmm. and you might go in there real confident and it still might not end up com- coming out right because there's a lot more you have to kind of think about and pauses and just there's a lot more to it than people think exactly yeah no, i'm the same way i still need to slow down like i am i've i've done the slowing down already but i still need to go a little bit further um and incorporating more pauses or longer pauses or even uh, some even shorter pauses uh yeah even like within the joke too like even even waiting a a half like half a beat can can mean the difference between a laugh and not a laugh you have to become comfortable with silence yep and I think that's what a lot of newer or nervous, because when I'm just having a nervous night, it happens too. Um, I think that's one of the pitfalls of when you're just starting or when you're nervous, you, you're you not comfortable with those pauses. Yeah. Sometimes people might not laugh for two seconds, two solid seconds after your joke. And if you immediately rush into the next one, you might encounter like a situation where they're just starting to laugh from your last one. And then you either miss half your first one because people are laughing or they stopped it just it's a lot better if you can get comfortable with the pauses and that kind of took me a while so yeah a lot of to roundabout get back to the actual question i i definitely watch for that a lot to see if i was taking my pauses where i should if maybe laughter started to pick up even in the back possibly if someone's recording that i might not have even heard Mm -hmm. um just to kind of see where i could make better use of that time or better have better timing for that joke no i agree with that 100 percent. like recording when you're listening i don't ever really like i guess i i listen for the the actual material like the actual like form of the joke and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but i'm more focused on my delivery every every time i'm listening i'm 100 percent focused on the delivery uh maybe i should focus more on like the actual wording um, but because I have one-liners, my mm-hmm. wording is usually pretty pretty tight. You don't have that many words to mess up. Uh, yeah, I don't have that many words to mess up. Sometimes I, I will mess up a word. I'll be like, oh, shoot, I should have used this instead of that. But oh, well, like that's, that's whatever. It's more delivery, though. Yeah, it's more delivery because like I know last time I said the, the exact same words, but I delivered it differently and boom, it's a better joke. Like yeah. just with the delivery. The inflection even sometimes yeah. it can be that that simple. It's right. Im- yeah. Yeah. Roddy, with yours, do you do you ever listen for like the laughter? 
Um, if I had any, I would. Um, it's it's really <laughs> tough when you don't have any laughs at any of that's, your that's jokes. What I, that's ever. what I meant. Like, do you ever just like squint to hear them to see if they are? He plays a laugh. No, track. I mean, you could, yeah. What I meant by that is because yours are so short. Yeah. You ever listen for when the laugh comes? Um, I don't necessarily listen for when. That is a good thing to do, actually, um, because then that would actually help me with my pauses. Mm-hmm. Then I right. That's what that's what I meant. And going into the next joke, like how long you should pause and all that, you listen for that. I guess. Uh, I know, like subconsciously, I think about that because, like, when I'm getting my set list together, um. I'm always thinking about time of each of my jokes. So I'll be like, okay, well, this joke is 10 seconds or this joke is 12 seconds. I always give myself a, a couple extra seconds just to like, in case there's a laugh or in case I need to come up with uh, a tag or a million things could happen. I could have a heckler or mm. I have to deal with something. Maybe somebody dropped a cup or a glass or something. I don't know. You gotta, <sighs> you always gotta like have the, Margin that, of error. Exactly. So, like, I try to set up my, like, I have five minutes here tonight. This, I think it's five minutes, but it might be six minutes. It might be four minutes. Again, that could also be in my pausing, could be in mm-hmm. my, sometimes I, de- like, when I'm delivering it, I do it a little bit quicker on stage. Unfortunately, I'm trying not to do that. That's why I'm, I need to slow down a little bit Same. even more. Um, But, yeah, no, I, I think that is a good thing to listen to is, like, how long it takes for them to laugh and then maybe even how long it takes for the laugh. Because mm-hmm. some of them, sometimes other people don't start laughing till other people do. You know what I mean? Even yeah. after, yeah. even after. Because sometimes it'll take a minute for it to click to someone and then as soon as that person does it, oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, and I've I've done that before. I've actually called somebody out while I was on stage, not even thinking about it. But I I had a joke. I said the, the punchline. And then I said the setup for the next one. Mm-hmm. And then they laughed at the last joke. Well, I, while I was on stage, thought they were laughing at the setup. And so oh, I, you're like, I haven't even gotten to it yet. Exactly. So oh. I'm like, oh, you think that's funny? Wait till I get to the punchline. And then I usually get like just a little laugh from some people. Mm. But um, I feel like I, I didn't want to do that. Like in the moment, like I wanted to. But like after the fact, I'm like, I shouldn't have done that because they were just laughing at the last joke. It was my fault. I went into the next joke too soon. Like, that's yeah. on me. That wasn't on them. They were just enjoying that last joke. Yeah, and you can lose laughs like that because if... Well, I might have lost them as a, as a like, person, like, in the show. Like I they... heard they blocked you on Facebook, too. Oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know they had me on Facebook. <laughs> they don't know. I'm down to four people now. Damn it. Um, I'm down to three people now. <laughs> Your subscriber count is quickly dropping. I'm still trying to get Vandy on my friend list. He's, uh, he's yeah. a tough one to get. Have you paid him? Not yet. Well. That's a, he's tried. That's an option. I have tried. I've offered. I've Trust me, I've offered many things, but he's uh, turned me fine. down every single oh, time. Man. I know. I'm tough. I even, I even offered him a, a, a host position. But he's 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 adamant at staying as a as a co-host. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't right. he doesn't want to be host. He doesn't yeah. like that responsibility. Have you guys had this yeah. debate since the day you started? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The running joke. 
we're even yeah. doing is it a joke or is the co-host? co-host no he's he is the co-host that's what we've decided he's the co-host Roddy, Roddy's Roddy's the only one that's been announced at comedy shows the co-host of the stupidest podcast I haven't been well that's because you haven't been on stage so <laughs> <laughs> So whoever has the most stage experience should be the host, right? I used to do ballet. You used to do what? I was I was lying. So oh. I said I used to do ballet, but that was a lie. Oh. That would have been a stage. I just wanted to claim more time and take it over. <laughs> so my conscience wouldn't let me do that though. So technically, Vandy, Emily is actually the co host right now. And you are just our guest. Oh, I have two co hosts right now. <laughs> We're just confusing everybody. They don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that was actually the the end of our first ten questions. Yeah. So that's yeah. Uh, so that's the end of our first uh, ten questions. So um, we're we're actually going to get into the the next part. But uh, before that, we're actually going to get into questions that you might have for us. Um, so if you have any questions for us, this is this would be a great time for it. So. Um, so what made you guys want to start a podcast? Well, I mean, we uh, we were actually working together at a bowling alley for a while uh, together. That's actually where we met. Uh, it was okay. at a bowling alley. That's your meet cute? Yeah, that was our meet cute. Yeah. Perfect. And uh, so we were working there and we were both doing uh, moonlight bowling there. And so what we were, we were like the hosts of that. And so we like connected really well. We had very good chemistry on the microphones when we did that and uh, ever since then, we like wanted to keep that going and we we're just trying to figure out a, a way to do it. And Vandy, it was you that suggested it, right? Yeah. 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 We, we were trying to find something that we could do and we wanted to start a business and we couldn't agree on a business. And then we we're going to do stand up together and our stand up was totally different and never been moved. And so that didn't really happen. And so I was like, well, let's just start a podcast. And I, he was like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. So then I just started ordering equipment. And he's like, I guess we're doing this. Huh? And I go, yeah. That's awesome. I've I've kind of thrown around the idea with a couple of my friends, too. I just don't really have a specific thing we do yet. We don't know exactly. But yeah, I've always been interested. Out too. <laughs> yeah, well, if you ever like, <laughs> yeah, if you ever want to know anything about it, whether it be equipment or just getting it set up uh not like equipment but getting like um finding like what you want to do and everything like that Mm -hmm. like i'm a very i'm super organized and like everything is like on the so it's very easy for me to show people how we do ours obviously you're probably going to want to do it differently you're going to want to do it your own way um but i could at least show you kind of how we got things started and yeah for sure stuff like that so yeah yeah once we kind of figure out if you know if we're actually serious but yeah that was my main. That was my main question. Yeah. yeah. The easiest way I could tell you is just do it. Yeah. If you just do it, and then it just keeps motivating you to do it more and more, and put more effort and time and stuff into it. Mm-hmm. Um. And obviously, like when you first start, like you don't know anything, and you just yeah. slowly, slowly learn. Um. I know it's a joke mm-hmm. when we say we started as the stupidest podcast, but we have learned a lot in the last two years that we've been doing this. I'm sure. And I feel like our episodes have gotten better and stronger and and better content. And Mm -hmm. we're 
a little bit better with all of the the backstage stuff too, like doing all the social medias. Our website is way better now. Um, mm-hmm. We finally have merch. We have a Patreon. We have everything we originally wanted when we first started it. We actually now have, which is great. So, well, not, you finally got me on. So clearly, exactly. things are getting better. Yes. No. Clearly. We we finally were able to to snag you to wrangle. Yeah, we were able to wrangle you in, and. Uh, it, we, it, we have two people posting on social media now. It's oh. ridiculous. Are they you two? Yes, we have been. Po- I've been posting on social media, which at the beginning was unheard of. Oh. Terrible. It the was evolution. Like yeah, but I actually posted today. I don't know if you saw that. I did I, you I, actually? I think to be honest, I think you're posting more than I am lately. I actually think that's a true statement. I think he's back to co-host. Uh, yep. Hey, 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 See, if he's posting more, but it was originally your idea, I'm still kind of split. I'm split. You can be split. Um, I know in the, in the heart, in, in my heart, I am the host. And in my heart, Vandy is also the host. We're both hosts, but I have to give him shit for being a co-host because he gives me shit for being a co-host. Yeah. And so... He used to be so bad at posting that one of our segments is like a monthly challenge. He was so bad at it that I made one of the monthly challenges to do eight posts in a month. Did he Did he make it? You did? I did. I Look think how it, you blossomed from there. I think he made was, it by one. I think it was more than nice. that. I think you had, like I'm actually going to, something like that. I think it was 16. That was 16. So like yep, 16 posts on social media. That was our December challenge last year. Wow. Yeah. See how organized I am? I could find that in a I was going to say that was very quick. So, like I said, I, I have to be organized. If I don't know what's going on or what has gone on in the past, I'm I'm lost. Like, I, I like... He has a little bit of OCD. I never know what's going on, and I prefer not to know what's gone on in the past. Nah, so, we differ that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't necessarily, like... It's different. So, it's not like... Because there's definitely things I don't want to remember. I know, I know, I know but what she meant. It's I just know like it when it comes to podcasting, I can figure out like I can basically search anything and figure it out in like two seconds if I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, except for the very beginning, I think I I only have my questions for the first however many episodes. Um, I didn't ever write down Vandy's questions, mm-hmm. and then after a while, I'm like, no, I want to write them down so I can actually like answer them yeah and then i'll be a little bit more prepared because i want to have like a story that leads into actual conversation rather than like a like a yes no no i'm I'm indifferent (laughs) (laughs) exactly i get it so um yeah because i and that's exactly how we tailor some of these questions is to start that conversation is to get in depth about something and then obviously you have side questions that that come up and yeah. Stuff like that. Make it a little more interesting and engaging. And mm-hmm. so people are actually wanting, wanting to, to listen. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, it's fun. I've never been on back, one. Back, in the, day, back in the day, we asked questions just so we could tell the story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Leading questions. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah. Some of my questions, like when it's just Vandy and I, uh, sometimes we'll have like a themed episode or whatever. Mm. And uh, we'll talk about a theme and we'll talk about, but I'll have like, I'm just throwing it, this out there. Um, say it was like an animal theme. And I wanted to talk about my old dog, Jake. Like, so I would come up with a question that would lead to that story. Like, so yeah, I, I start. Yeah, I start. I know with, yeah, one. exactly. Yeah. Is that his real name? Yeah, that was my. I love dogs with human names. Yeah. 
That was my very first dog. What's your favorite kind of dog? Oh, man, that's a really tough question. I really like Samoyeds after Josh mm-hmm. and Chan got Percy. He's just so fluffy and he's the sweetest dog. Perry's the sweetest dog. Like, they're just so nice. Yeah. They listen to everything you say. Like, just chill. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, so if I were to get a dog, I think I would get a Samoyed. Mm-hmm. But I'm not at that. that oh, <laughs> that scared me a little bit. It's the loon clock. But yeah, so I, I don't know. What's your favorite dog? Um, A cadaver dog. A cadaver dog? <laughs> yeah, whatever dogs they train to oh. go find bodies. Ah, there you go. Uh-huh. I don't care what breed. Okay. So if it was a little chihuahua? Ew, no. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Ew, ew. I love no. that reaction. Ew. I'm joking. I want. I would want like a Bernese Mountain Dog. My parents have a Bernese mm. Mountain Dog, and it's the second one they've had, oh. and they're great. They are similar to the Samoids, just big, fluffy, friendly, just chill. I think you misspoke. They're similar to Samoids. I thought they were similar to uh, the, the little one. Is that not a little dog? A Bernese Mountain Dog? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Bernese anthill dog. That's that's what I was envisioning. I was envisioning a small, a, a small version of a giant dog. Well, part of mountain sounded small. <laughs> oh, gotta get you to the hills or something. Well, I, the mountains. I whenever I think of mountains, I'm I'm thinking of Duluth, Minnesota. Is that not mountainous? It's more hellacious. No, it's hellacious. Get it? I Hill. Like it. Mm-hmm. I had like to it. sit on that one for a minute. <laughs> Not, yeah. I just asked your favorite kind of dogs. I wanted to say the cadaver dog line. I, I like that. I, uh, I like dogs. Uh, Vandy, what's your favorite dog? I want a Rottweiler, man. Bad. Yeah. Why? Why? All I've ever, all I've ever had is Lab. So, but I want a Rottweiler. Why? Why Rottweiler? I don't know. I just think they're pretty. I think they're good dogs. I think they're gorgeous. I want to, as a puppy, I would never rescue a uh, Rottweiler or anything like that. But. Yeah. Why Why would you want to ever help a a, no. needy, a dog in need? Why I'd would you, you ever? Monster. I would never rescue. I see that. <laughs> I see those ASPCA commercials. I chuck a shoe at this. You just fuck those dogs. <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to cancel Vandy so I can be the host. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do what it takes. Nah, I'm just kidding, man. No, I like Rottweilers though. My uh, my aunt had a Rottweiler while I, when I grew up. Loved it. Uh, oh, oh. Can't remember his name now. Anyways, I don't remember either. Yeah, Ruger, Ruger. That's oh. what it is. I remember. Not bad. Name. I'm clutch. Clutch with the names. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, eventually. You came around. <laughs> you got there eventually. <laughs> but do you have any other questions for us? No, it was, no, it was really how you got started or why you got started yeah. and uh, your favorite dog. Okay. So I've covered Sweet. my bases as <laughs> far as my questions. That's perfect. And it's very much like our podcast because we will talk about random stuff, like especially like in the very first episodes. Kind of get anywhere with it. We will literally go from talking about dogs to talking about Code Red Mountain Dew, talking about violins. Hmm. Yeah, we, we just jump all over. It's just like my comedy. I just jump all over the place. It's diverse. Yeah. So that like I, I like it's I like the fact that like 
my comedy is me because that's exactly how I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's why like the podcast is the way it is. That's the way that my comedy is the way it is. But like, it's not like they might not all be true. But like, that's how my brain works. Yeah. Yeah. I can be the same. Yeah. But well, sweet. Well, if uh, you're ready, we're going to get into our second half of our questions. Are you cool with that? I am ready. Okay. So our next question is, do you have any other hobbies outside of comedy that you might feel help your comedy? Um, not, not really, to be honest. I feel, well, being a mother obviously isn't a hobby, but I feel like kind of having to interact. He's, my kid's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Like not, you know, not me level, but he's, <laughs> he's funny. So I feel like kind of though it may not be a hobby kind of bouncing off like a young mind like that yeah. too and i don't mean like bouncing my bits off him but just kind of interacting and seeing the way kids some of the things he thinks are funny too yeah it's again yeah i, I don't really have hobbies that but well, it's <laughs> it's tough to have hobbies when you also like when you have comedy comedy is a, a big hobby to have or if you want to call it a hobby oh yeah it, it's it's a big undertaking to to go to shows to do this the open mics to even just get your jokes ready for the stage like mm-hmm. that's a lot of time that you have to put into that and then also being a mom yeah also working like the, and you want to get some socializing in like outside yeah. of comedy too like obviously like comedies you also get a little bit of socializing within comedy but you also want that the socialization outside of that also. So yeah, there's not enough hours in the day to do everything I'd yeah, like to do. But exactly, like not even close, not even close. <laughs> so comedy kind of is my one hobby, but mm-hmm. I mean, I do I do other things. Yeah. Do you think like obviously you like mentioned that you like think like you talk to your your son about like all that stuff? Do you think there's other aspects of motherhood that like affect your comedy or like make your make you a better comedian? Oh, yeah. I mean, just experiencing it, motherhood in general. I mean, there's so many funny things that just happen or. (laughs) Gives you material. Yeah, it really does. I mean, even if even if nothing he actually inherently or nothing he said was inherently funny, just like going through motherhood in general, (laughs) adjusting to your body after you've had a kid, like co-parenting with your child's father. There's a lot of kind of things surrounding it that. If they don't directly give me material, they at least like I comedy maybe has helped me make light of, you know, harder things or Mm -hmm. be able to laugh about things that maybe I couldn't before. So in a way, those things help my comedy, but my comedy also helps me, I guess. Yeah. And that's exactly like that's part of the reason I do the comedy. That's part of the reason I do the podcast is Mm -hmm. it's therapeutic. It Yeah, it's it literally it helps it helps you like understand your feelings. It helps you express your feelings. It helps you like tell the world how you actually feel. Yeah. But then at the same time, like it's fun to do. Like it's also like interacting. And then you also like, I, I get to socialize, like I'm working, I guess right now, but Mm -hmm. I'm socializing. I'm hanging out with you guys. Like Mm -hmm. I love doing this stuff. Yeah. We've talked about it so many times. There's been so many times where, like, I did not want to do an episode tonight. And then all of a sudden we get down and we're like, I freaking needed this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This has helped a lot. Oh, most <laughs> nights that I did not want to go and I ended up going. Like, the night I got fired. 
the, the day yeah. I got fired from my job, I got and I was upset. I was devastated. Yeah. Like I loved that job. And I met a lot of cool people there and I got paid well. I was very upset. But I got the call and I cried for a half hour. I wiped my tears off. I got ready and I went to comedy anyway. And it was one of the best nights I've had. Mm-hmm. Like that's the night I came up with one of my good jokes about being fired. Like it like the nights, yeah, like you said, you're not feeling it. The nights I've been like, oh, I just I don't want to go. My head's not in the right place. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I just want to sit at home and be sad. I'm like, no, just the experience of getting out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And even if, like, my set didn't go amazing, even just just being out and being around people. And I'm not going to lie, right after that set, right after I delivered a really good set that night, I walked outside and I sobbed. Like, full body, just, just ugly crying, sobs outside. But it was it was it was therapeutic. I got through it. I did it. I was proud of myself. It went well. It it's definitely important to you know don't push yourself too hard. Obviously, but yeah, no, I I remember that night. That yeah. was and you had a really good set. Yeah, I, I remember you like just getting up on stage, and I, I do remember you like after your set, like you had to you had to go, <laughs> but to go cry yeah. outside. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to follow you, but I figured you had other people that were there to help you out and yeah i just need to kind of do my thing and yeah feel sorry for myself but yeah it, it definitely helped me to just go and yeah. be around people and do it yeah so i'm glad apparently i can't do my job right but <laughs> i did this well so yeah, yeah. but I, um, what is your favorite part about doing comedy and what is your biggest fear in comedy um my favorite part is probably just having having a hobby, having something I'm fairly good at and enjoy. Uh, having it be, you know, a creative outlet, performance art, so to speak, in a way. Uh, friends I've made, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never really had like a friend group exactly. So it is kind of nice to have have that to a degree within comedy. I think from the other comedians I've talked to that aren't from around here. Um, I think we have a pretty close knit group here, which I think is kind of, kind of rare. Yeah. Um. So getting to experience kind of that sense of community too, and obviously not everybody is super like close. A family. Yeah. It is. It is. But I mean, with family comes there's, you know, some of them. I'm not super. Not everyone's super close with everyone, but there's enough people, and we all are pretty much there for each other, or do a pretty good job. Yeah. <laughs> do a pretty good job of being there for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably my favorite. Um, I don't know. My biggest fear, I guess, would be of either. I won't say not making it, but I guess giving up because I know there's a very good chance I won't, quote unquote, make it to any huge degree. But that doesn't have to be why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. My biggest fear is that I, I guess, that I quit before. Before I'm ready, if that makes sense, like. That I don't keep pushing myself to go even though it's good for me. And I guess answer. also that being a woman will continue to hold me back. Cause I do think there are still, there is still a degree of sexism on occasion in comedy. Still, I think women comics do still have a little higher climb or harder climb. Yeah. So I guess that's not really a fear. I just hope it gets better. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, like just seeing you in the scene like you and all like everybody in the scene like i want to see everybody succeed i don't Mm -hmm. care 
who they are. I want yeah. I want to see everybody succeed, especially like because of how close we all are. Yeah. Like it's it, it, every time I see somebody do well. It just makes me feel great for the entire like community. Yeah. And it 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 sucks when somebody doesn't do well, too. Like, um, I don't know. I I love the community um, in comedy. It's just mm-hmm. so or at least in like our area up in the uh, the Twin Ports. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. It's very. What am I trying to say? It it, it it's very motivating because like yeah. if if you don't do well, like there's other people that did well. So the show did well. We like our, our shared goal is to have a good show, mm-hmm. not necessarily to have one person stand out. And I feel like in some areas, everybody just wants to be that one that stands out. Yeah. And so that negatively affects the show sometimes because you're going against each other rather than, Oh, well, why don't we just build this show together and make mm-hmm. it a better show? You know? Yeah. And I feel like, especially that's a benefit we do have being, you know, somewhat of a smaller scene too. I feel like yeah. it's not quite as cutthroat as it may be, you know, in the bigger cities where maybe you don't even get up on stage. If you're at an open mic, you might sign up and not even get up. Like yep. I didn't know that was a thing until, yeah. you know? So I think, yeah, the fact that we, it, it's obviously a little challenger, <laughs> <laughs> ah, a little more challenging at times that we don't have as large of a, I wouldn't even say community, just, you know, we don't have a dedicated comedy club in town. Yeah. We don't have the resources or events that, you know, the cities has or like when I went to San Diego, they had like 10 open mics going on the same night through it. Like we don't have that same spread of like options, so to speak. But I do think it definitely helps that we have a more collaborative like approach within the group Yeah, for that alone, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I- there's definitely benefits to having you know the bigger city but i like that we kind of have a small group and get to work together exactly and i I like the fact that like like you're saying like we work together Mm -hmm. like we're actually like out there trying to create our own opportunities and we're getting shows in places that we normally wouldn't have shows and it's really nice to see all of the comedians work together and get these shows like we we're going to talk about this later on too but Mm -hmm. we have the show in cromwell coming up yeah that wouldn't have happened if we didn't reach out and like see if that was an option um yeah the scene's grown so much just since i started like it's amazing to see all the different places where you know getting represented representing ourselves getting offers getting other places interested in hosting us too it's yeah it's been really impressive to see you know how it's grown so far and i'm excited to be able to kind of help out with us furthering our mission so yeah exactly our mission to make people laugh (laughs) I've never understood the people that don't root for somebody to be good. Yeah. If somebody's doing good, it's only helping you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like helping. If, it's if, helping you're, if you're getting noticed, then the whole scene's getting noticed. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. You I don't, should always be rooting for every, everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And I just, I just I don't get it either because, like, if it is competitive, that's a good thing, too. Like it shouldn't be a bad, com- yeah. It shouldn't be a bad competitive. It should be like, oh, you had a really great set. I'm gonna work harder, and I'm gonna have a set just like that. Yeah, it should be inspiring. Exactly, each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like, oh, you had a really good set. Well, I'm gonna go talk shit behind your back, so then you don't look as good as you actually yeah. are. You know? No, that's 
high school stuff. No one should be doing that. Yeah. Uh, Vandy, we're going to put a lot of posts out about Emily, right? Because I want to make sure that she looks bad. So so I, I look like a better comedian in the scene. Hmm. Okay. Is that is that cool? I mean, like, well, I already kind of do a pretty good job of making myself look bad. But I guess if, <laughs> if you want you can't go down far from zero. But if you really want to try. I'm going to start digging. I'm yeah. digging now. Don't make me do any math with those negative numbers. I did not pass algebra. <laughs> what i always tell everybody the best part about being rock bottom is it's going up mm-hmm. yep uh what is your biggest regret in your comedy career so far if any this is very fresh for me okay i ran the freaking light at the funniest person contest mm. that is my biggest freaking regret Dang. i'm dead serious oh, no. that is my biggest regret and the stupid thing is i was staring at it I must have looked away for the exact right amount of seconds or wrong amount of seconds. Yeah. And yeah, screwed it up. That's my biggest regret. Damn. I didn't watch as well as I should have. I think I just got nervous and I must have been like looking down mm. or yeah, at that, oh, more that out at the other people, something. And yeah. Did you like, did they cut your mic? Yep. Damn. <laughs> like, oh, and that never no. happens. Like I never run the light at open mic. Like yeah. I, I don't disrespect time. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Nerd it was just stupid nerves, yeah. And I think I had mm. one less. Okay, so I had. I thought I needed four jokes, but somehow I got through those, and I needed one more. And I started telling it, and I must have, like I said, like looked down or looked at the crowd and not had it right in my eye line, and yeah. Damn. And I think I would have had a chance at winning if not like a mm. chance. I mean, yeah. the, the girl who did end up winning, she was very good too. So. I didn't. I didn't hear one of them because I was admonishing myself in the bathroom. Mm. If anyone does not know what that word means, who's listening to this, I just realized that came across really weird. <laughs> I was scolding myself. Okay. For sucking at seeing lights. Thank you for describing that for me because I didn't know. What <sighs> okay. It was. Yeah. It was but like... that's that's only because like you know where 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 I stand on hosting. So. I thought you were going to say where you stand on bathrooms. So I know you use the sink. Yeah, I, I do use the sink. We we talked about that a little yeah. bit, and it it was off air. Maybe we'll have it on air. No, it's okay if we don't. I forgot okay. it was off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess that was that was my that was my regret. Yeah. Still a fun experience, but uh, yeah, I should have paid more attention. Or it's just frustrating because I don't know where I went wrong. Like obviously I wasn't looking, but I don't know at which point I stopped because I was mm. hyper conscious of it. Right when I got up there, I kept looking at it, and somehow I still Damn. messed it up. But, I mean, it was still a lot of fun. It was a good experience. Yeah. So I just learned for next, next time. Year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, next time you have a competition, that'll be your the, the one thing It'll that you learned. will not forget. Oh, I know, but then I'll forget everything. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's how it works. Yeah, well, maybe third time's a charm. Maybe no. third year I'll remember both. There you go. Worth a try. Gotta try it. I will. Keep doing it. Yeah, we gotta keep coming back. Right, have you ever bombed? No, God. So, what did you learn from the experience? Uh, I'm joking. Um, yeah, no, I certainly have. Um, I alluded to this earlier, but it's basically every time I have had a bad night or bombed, I know exactly what happened, and it was that I didn't prepare well enough. Or I might have had a beer too many before the show. <laughs> So every every time I do, do bomb, it's it's because I didn't do the work that I should have for it to turn out how I wanted it to. Yeah. 
or I didn't watch my consumption well enough. So that's what I continue to learn anytime that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's tough. Cause like you still, you also want to like go up there. Cause sometimes I'll, I'll have a, a, a beer or two just to kind of relax, loosen up. But then that loosening up loosens you up for wanting a couple more. And mm-hmm. so then you're ready to go for that. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, not ready for nothing else. Yep, I shouldn't uh, shouldn't have done that. Maybe. Yeah, I'm a little better about that now, especially yeah. now that I've gotten a little bit more serious about it. But any night that I've had a true bomb night, it was either that or just not preparing well enough. Yeah. Luckily, they're both easy fixes and within my control. Pretty much every time I really try, I do think it goes well. Not always great, but well mm-hmm. usually. Yeah kind of keep a good baseline so mm-hmm. yeah that's good all right would you consider yourself a funny person off stage yeah um i, I hate compliment hate complimenting myself <laughs> but no i mean yes me too. me too yeah overhaul because that's that is kind of what pushed me to get into comedy people have told me i am um or you know i'll make little comments in the moment people have commented on me being witty or um or said i'm funny before Mm -hmm. so yeah i I would say fairly funny i I would say you're funny off stage like (laughs) so is this a test is there a right or wrong answer (laughs) no no there's definitely not a right or wrong answer like like because some comedians like they'll even talk on podcasts they'll literally say like i'm way funnier on stage than i am off stage like off stage they just a, a different person like that's just a a persona that yeah. they put on stage i was just gonna uh, say for some people it is more of a persona but for me especially since most of what i perform or write is all like my personal life it all like just blends together it all just it's all just me yeah. i guess yeah so if anybody makes fun of you it's not gonna be your persona it's gonna be you it's straight it's, at me yeah right to the heart yeah so you're gonna take it persona ali personally yeah <laughs> Your Spanish is really coming along. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning. The Duolingo owl threatened you one too many times? Oh, yes. I get texts from Duolingo all the mm-hmm. time about they, they tell me to get off the app now. I don't know why. They hate me. Normally, they tell you to get on the app and finish practicing. No, they they tell really? me. Really? Yeah. They're You're like, the only one they threatened off the, the app. Cause. Yeah. He's the they're, they're like, don't even try. Just they're, stop. They're like, you are so bad. <laughs> You need, first off, you need to learn a language. They tell me. Mm. I, they said I don't even know a language. No, I wasn't gonna be the one to say it. I know it's it's tough. You got bits and pieces. I, I try. I, I try to conjure up what I can. You try to what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Was that a word? <laughs> no, no, Nintendo. It, it is a word because I saw it on a on a DVD cover. It says The Conjuring. Okay, so he can read. <laughs> this is a plus. This is a start. That's a start. Plenty of people learn read. to read a language before they shit, learn to speak it. I'm not telling you <laughs> I start. read it. I'm telling you somebody read it to me. You just said you read it. I was lying. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I didn't know where you're starting off in a dishonesty. He's like, he's like Lloyd from Dumb and Tiff. Yeah, it's a tough Heap. Heap hop. Heap hop anonymous. You always give him the easy ones. All right. Um, what is your most memorable night of comedy? Hmm. Well, I 
think, well, most memorable in a bad way would be the very first night when I couldn't say anything at all. Mm. But I think that actually the first show I was ever actually in um, last September, it was the Pride show. Mm. And I just did like a guest spot on it, like wasn't on the poster. It was totally kind of last minute, kind of low key thing. Uh, but it was the first time I was actually on stage planned and um, it went really well. And I just remember being like, wow, these a lot of these people were actually there. Like I invited a lot of people. I told a lot of people about it. So just realizing like, oh, wow, I'm actually part of this. You mm-hmm. know, it's not just an open mic. Whoever shows up, I was offered to be to be in it and to try. It was kind of a trial, like my first actual show experience. And I remember getting off stage and I was like just on such a high about it because it went really well and I was super proud of myself. And so when I did my first show, uh, the Halloween show in uh, last October that um, Sam Schwartz and I co-produced, um, I had Eamon on for mm-hmm. a guest spot for my show because I felt... I ca- ca- <laughs> Why do I keep tripping over my words? I kind of felt like since they had taken a chance on me, so to speak, during the Pride show, I wanted to kind of like give back and give someone else a quote unquote chance mm-hmm. on the show. Um, so that was awesome. And he did great, too. So I think between those two shows, those are probably still my most memorable. Yeah. I mean, Friday was memorable, but I'm trying to forget it. Yeah. Just like I forgot the light. <laughs> so we won't think about that. Yeah, exactly. It. it... That show should be just like you at the end of that set. Just forget about it. Just turn off, turn it off. Mm-hmm. Expunged. Yep. It's gone. Exactly. Okay. Because now you went from that to being on the stupidest podcast. Truly, yeah. Exactly. Up. Yeah. Or you made down. it. <laughs> Whichever way we look you're, at it. You're moving regardless. True. You're, you're, you're making a move. Trajectory. Exactly. I'm with it. That's That's all you can do. You know? Yeah. That's all you can do. Um, so where's the coolest place you've ever performed? Um, I would say the club itself wasn't the coolest, I guess. But I went to San Diego back in September and I performed at a comedy club there, uh, Madhouse Comedy Club. And it was just an open mic. I mean, it was a small room. There weren't that many people. But every time I travel, I really kind of try to do a mic somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot of traveling for work earlier in the year. Didn't really make it to many others just because the travel or the timing didn't really line up. But when I was in San Diego, I was able to hit that one. And it was just really cool to do it somewhere that wasn't here. That was so out of my comfort zone and different people and different different environment. Beach was not like right outside, but I was I was within miles of a beach. Okay, Yeah. And it wasn't Wisconsin Point. Yeah, we're we're within miles of a beach here, but it's Lake Superior. Not interesting. <laughs> no, it was. You should have saw the the look she gave me. <laughs> very deadpan. That. Very deadpan. <laughs> no, I I love our lake too, but it was just nice to be in the ocean. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I didn't perform in the ocean, but what? Uh, next time. The club wasn't in the ocean. No, it was the madhouse. It was in the psych ward. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. No, it was cool, though. And they have, it kind of seems similar similar to Acme, I guess, just okay. how they have 
some open mic nights, but mostly actual like, yeah. headliners and whatnot. So yeah, like it's basically their one night a week is that, and then every other night is an actual yeah. show. Yeah, and their open mic didn't start till ten thirty p.m. Dang! So I was glad I was on vacation because wow. otherwise, what, what night of the week was it? Um, I believe it was Wednesday. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, if I lived here, that'd be hard for me. That's late. I'm yeah. getting old. I'm getting too old for that. Yeah, that's it's, it's getting late right now. I know. That's why I said I had to be done on time. It wasn't I for know. my kid. It was for me. I know. <laughs> night night time. I don't even have a kid, and I wanted to be done early because I'm like, <laughs> I need to get playing on my Nintendo Switch. Yeah, Animal Crossing. No, not Animal Crossing. Oh. I've been playing. Uh, today I was playing um, Mario Odyssey. It's not familiar. It's a lot of fun. I, mean, I know who Mario is. But. Yeah, it's it's 3D Mario. It's just really cool. Like instead of like the 2D where he's just jumping around, mm-hmm. it's actually got 2D in the game too. It's it's a really cool game. I'll after we're done recording, if you have like five minutes, I'll show you just a, a blip of it. Okay. It's a fun game. <laughs> I believe you. I play The Sims, so okay. It's it's almost exactly like The Sims, but in absolutely, absolutely no, no way possible. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> totally <laughs> conceptualizing what you're talking about. Now. Yeah, it, it's if if you were to put like The Sims, Call of Duty, and Madden all in one game, that's what Mario Odyssey Be is. Nothing like that. <laughs> so, okay. Do they have the basketball in one hand and like the gun in the other? Uh, and they're dressed like plumbers? It's a soccer ball, though. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's, what's the one I'm thinking of? I'm just kidding. FIFA. No, FIFA's F- the soccer one. FIFA. Madden is the football one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so they got a football on one arm and a... And a baseball AK-47 bat. AK-47 on the other? And then they got a baseball bat on their back. Where's the baseball bat coming from? It's from another game. You didn't mention that one. I forgot. My AI <laughs> brain is like generative making this image in my head and you didn't include that so i always try to mess with the ai's so yeah me too which is probably why they're gonna target me first i had mine make my headshots for me and i think oh. they look pretty accurate there you go yeah i, I think, think i saw that actually. Yeah, yeah it looks real I, yeah. it looks real. really good actually seriously i know i was like that looks yeah. like me yeah i mean if my makeup was perfect and my hair wasn't fried but it's pretty facially it's pretty darn close hmm. mm-hmm. i kind of want to try it now it's it's kind of freaky, but it's it's neat. It's cool. Probably break it, Roddy. Well, yeah. I'm not. I'll like, say this is not supported. <laughs> I'm not denying that. They'll be like, uh, no, we we can't we can't advocate this. We can't we can't send you back. It's literally like illegal for us to do that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting on a watch list again. Again. Fuck. <laughs> we already did this, Emily Rock girl. We're not gonna do it for him. <laughs> oh, they were happy to do it for me. I know. I was. I was just trying to. I was, I was trying to get Take back. Down a uh, yeah, I was trying to get back to your level. I was trying to mm. even us out. Okay, fair. <laughs> it's all right. Where Where would you do a special given the opportunity? San Diego. No, that was quick. I love where? San Diego. Like, nice. do you have like? Would you do it at the venue you performed at, or would you find a different venue? Um, no, because I left my sweatshirt there, and then they didn't respond to my messages to get it back, and <sighs> so I kind of had beef with them. Yeah, if they what if they bought you another sweatshirt? If it was the exact same one, sure. Okay. But that was a Christmas gift and oh. it was my bad for forgetting it there, but I am still bummed I don't have it. I, I don't know where I would do it. There, just somewhere there cuz I like it there. Yeah. Can't believe you lost the sweatshirt I gave you for Christmas. You did not even know me. 
You do not even know me, but my brother, if you hear this, I'm sorry I lost the birthday sweatshirt. I'm sad about it every day. Mm. That is tough. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, So what do you normally wear on stage? Would you like to change? If so, what would you wear? Um, I mean, I just kind of wear what I'm comfy in, I guess. I don't have like a specific like, because I don't really have like a persona, you know, it is just kind of me. Yeah. So no, I mean, I'm just kind of wear what's comfier. I guess if it's a show, I dress up a little bit, but normally just jeans and a shirt and yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm cool with whatever I yeah, well, where for now? <laughs> well, plus, like, like you said, like, it's you on stage. It's not a persona. Yeah. So that makes a hundred percent sense. Yeah, I'm not trying to present anything different. I'm just normally what I was wearing to work because I don't have like a uniform or pretty casual. Nah. So I don't really have to change. I usually don't because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus, comedy is nice like that. You don't have to really do a yeah. whole lot of yeah, like that. It's not like, a beauty pageant. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a little different. Like if I were to like. Go. I, I always try to like. I don't know. When I'm playing disc golf, I want to mm-hmm. like dress in clothes that I would maybe work out in or like. Oh sure. Some, something some I can sweat yeah. in. Yeah. So because I don't want to wear jeans, I, I do wear jeans, but I'd prefer not to while I'm disc golfing because I want a little bit more movement. I guess. Sure. So I understand workout gear. Yeah, because <laughs> I get the concept. It makes sense to me. Because on stage, I'm not doing. Roddy's mansplaining workout gear to me. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm good at that. Uh- <laughs> That's okay. I should just humor you. What? Really? Yeah, what? Oh, my what gosh. What do you mean? Can't ex- I can do splits and chips. Explain more. What? Oh, my <laughs> God. I never thought about it that way. <laughs> just kidding. So, dressing up for a show, like, what's, are you wearing a dress? No, yeah, no, probably not. Yeah. I mean, it just it, it just depends. But probably maybe, like, non-ripped jeans or a little cuter shirt. Yeah, I don't know. I don't dress up too much. It's just something a little nicer than the day-to-day, maybe. Yeah. Put some effort into my makeup, do my hair. Doesn't change too much, though. I have to stay true to me, otherwise I'm just going to start freaking out about my hair being messed up or my lashes coming off or something. It's just, I've done that before, and yeah, yeah, you don't... I don't want to focus on that. I just want to focus on what I'm doing and not worry about my outfit too much. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to overthink right. that stuff. No. He worries about his lashes all the time. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, it's, I've seen it. It's It's rough. <laughs> It's rough out there. And on there, your eyelids. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, I can't explain to you guys how many times I've had to come back inside to readjust one eyelash. Mm-hmm. It's usually multiple, but I, I'm just saying one. Okay. Yeah. You can see your show. You can see it. <laughs> can't stop you. Yeah, see, Vandy, it's my show. That was not an ownership assignment. Uh, if you could open, if you could open for any comedian, who would you want to open for? Mm, that's a good one. It's tough because she's already opened up for me. Um, I don't think you have either. <laughs> I was gonna say, when did you become? <laughs> I was, I was just joking. I wanted that. I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe I can't say her name right, Eliza. Oh, Scherzing. I don't want to say it wrong. Scherzinger. Is that how you say that, it? I'm not Ooh, exactly nice. sure. Yeah, I know I who really you're like ta- her. I know who you're talking about. I do like her. I haven't watched her in a little while. Um, same reason I mentioned earlier. I don't want to accidentally like try to be her. She's a good actress I, too. I do really like her. So it would probably be her if I had to pick right now. Yeah, ah, I like that. 
good. I could see that. Yeah, it'd be fun. Nice. Well, I think that's actually all the questions we have for you. Did you have yeah. anything else for us now that you've heard the, the second half of the questions? No more questions. No. Okay, sweet. All right. Well, this is where we give you the chance to plug anything. You... Oh no! Yeah, I was gonna say you. <laughs> this is this is where you step in, and you gotta you gotta tell me what time Whoa. of the night it is. It's dedication time, baby. There we go. So each uh, episode, we like to dedicate to a comedian. Um, and whenever we have a guest on, we want to get their option and give them a chance to dedicate their episode to a comedian of their choice. So. Emily, who would you like to dedicate your episode to? I would like to dedicate my episode to my friend Sarah McPeck. Okay. She's a comedian in the great city of Minneapolis. Uh, we became friends a couple, well, I've had her on social media and kind of been following her for about a year, um, but we've become pretty good friends in the last month or so ever since she did a show up here, and she's a mom too and has dealt with some of the some similar stuff in life to me as me kind of on the road to being where she is so okay. i look up to her quite a bit and she's a good friend and yeah, yeah that's really cool i got a chance to, to meet her uh at the gopher hole one time mm-hmm. that was that was really cool i get she seemed like a, a really nice person she was a, a funny funny person um i accidentally spilled her beer oh that was you that was me you? that was me oh, that did that yeah. was she mad no, okay. she's sweet. No, okay, because I offered to buy her another beer. I feel like I remember this. Oh no, well she's sweet. Okay, she wasn't mad. Okay, good. No, I I, I remember doing that. As soon as you said her name, I was like, uh oh, I spilled <laughs> her like, beer. No, no. <laughs> I'm like, she's not gonna like me, and yet we're dedicating an episode. So hopefully she likes me. I don't know what's. It's been. your redemption. You're welcome. <laughs> exactly. It's, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So Sarah, if you're listening to this, I will buy you a beer if you still really owes want you me a to. beer. I still owe you a beer. So. Hopefully she's gonna be up with me in September. Sweet, there we yeah. go. Oh, that'd be that'd be great. Yeah, if you guys uh, are in the Minneapolis area and you see a see her doing a show, look her up. Uh, look at look at uh, her up in the Duluth area when she's up here. Mm-hmm. She sounds like she's gonna be up here in September. So yeah, that's the goal. Yeah, nice, awesome. Um, yeah. Otherwise, uh, I think. Uh, do you have anything that you would like to plug? It sounds like you might have something in September. Yeah. I'm- Gonna be in a show with you at the Cromwell Muni yep. in September, and that is on August. Oh my gosh! In September yeah. on August. <laughs> ooh, back up. That is on August twelfth yep. in Cromwell. Um, I'll post about that. My Facebook page is Emily Makes Jokes. My Instagram is Emily Makes Jokes with underscores between Emily and makes and makes and jokes. <laughs> And I, I believe I have a TikTok and a Twitter under the same name, too, although I'm not, like, super active there. But that's where you can see what I'm up to. Awesome. Yeah. Check out Emily um, on her social medias, on the shows that she does up here in uh, Duluth. If you're ever in the cities, just check out the social media, see where she's uh, performing next and yeah. come out to support. So Please do. And as I tell every guest, anything that you got, just send my way. I'll post it, share it on all of our socials. So. Sweet. Anything you got going on? All right. I'm more than willing to share. Yep. Thanks. I will do that. But yeah. Are like, you Roddy? You got anything? Yeah. Well, like uh, Emily said, I'm also going to be on that Cromwell Muni show. So on August 12th at 8 o'clock, you can see both of us there. Uh, we got six comedians that are going to be performing that night. We had a great lineup. 
Uh, should be a, a really fun show. So if you guys want to come support local comedy in Cromwell, we'd love to see you guys there. Um, otherwise, I will also have a show in September. Uh, we're going to be doing um, another version of the show where people guess my punchlines. Uh, this one, though, is going to be a different name. The first two had different names, so we're going to do a different name for this one. This one is going to be called Setup for Failure. So if you guys are interested in seeing comedians try to guess my punchlines, I will be give. It's basically a, a combination between a comedy show and a game show where we give them points for with whether they get the, the answer or not. Or if it's funny, I'm still going to give them points. So uh, it's a really great uh, concept of a show. We've already done it twice and it's worked great both times. Uh, we're going to do this third show. And then the fourth show is going to be all of the winners. So we're going to be doing another one for sure after this. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys are interested in that. Otherwise, uh, yeah, those are the, the shows we have coming up. Otherwise, um, if you guys are ever in the area on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday or a Thursday, we always have our open mics. Open mics on Tuesdays are going to be at the Caddy Shack. On Wednesdays, we have it at Superior Tavern. And Thursdays, we have it at Dublin's. I actually just updated our website. So that actually is Don't. now... What was that? We're going to tell them. We just, uh, if you guys want to go check out any shows or see wherever we're at or any events that we have going on now, Roddy just added onto the website. You go to our website, you click on events. It's going to show you all the events that we have coming up. Yep. And I even included the twin ports on there. So if you guys are ever seeing, uh, ever wanted to know what's going on in the scene, uh, just look at the twin port uh, link there. You're going to see all of the shows that we have in this area. So, just look at the link, look at our events, and you'll be all set for, for your comedy needs. Perfect. Go check out the podcast. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat at the Stupidest Pod. Go at us. Um, we're on Twitter, TikTok now. I have an awesome Reddit that's blowing up right now. It is. I don't even, I can't even tell you guys. It is me. And I can't even tell you how many other nobody people there are. <laughs> Otherwise, you guys know that you can always check us out at www.thestupidestpodcast.com. Also, if you guys have any questions, topics, if you guys think you'd make a great guest on the show, Anything like that, you want to reach out, you guys can hit us up on the socials, but all you can also reach out to us at the stupidest podcast at gmail.com. Anything else I forgot, Roddy? No, I think uh, we got everything. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we left? No, it, dude. just thanks for having me on, and uh, yeah, come support local comedy if you're around yeah well thank you emily for being on the show we we really appreciate Absolutely. it uh, i yeah. thought it was a great episode i hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did uh having the conversation um yeah it was, it was great talking with you yeah thank you Absolutely. thank you for doing this for sure finally, finally got you on yeah i know it's only been a couple of months in the making <laughs> right? Just running out of excuses so. <laughs> couldn't crash my car to get out great... of it well this is a great episode so all right I think that's about all we got, Roddy. Awesome. Well, I guess uh, thanks again, Emily. And Thank otherwise, you. I hope you guys uh, have a good one. Thanks. Have a good one.